0: This episode features Kevin Barba, a veteran who hosts The Unwavering, a podcast dedicated to supporting service members past and present by sharing experiences, benefits, and resources that empower and educate. Welcome to episode 13 of Five Questions, the show where we talk to activists and advocates about the work they do and why they do it. Hey Kevin, thanks for being on the show. Can you tell me a little bit about who you are?
1: Hey Michael, first off, thank you very much for having me and giving me this opportunity to speak to you as well as your listeners. Um, For everyone that's listening, my name's Kevin Barba. I'm a 27-year-old military veteran, aerospace professional, and business owner from Southern California. I would describe myself as a dreamer, not in the sense that I'm the smartest person in the room because I'm definitely not. Um, But I just prefer following the road less traveled. I think there's certain things that over my military career and now post-military career, I've been able to see that maybe others don't. And I'm really trying to utilize that to help my community, being the military community. Um, So as I mentioned earlier, uh, I was... An active duty service member, I'm proud to say that I served as a sergeant in the United States Marine Corps for eight years. During that time, I fixed and inspected electronic countermeasures, navigation, and satellite communication systems on board the CH-53, VH-60, and VH-3 helicopters. And now that I've been out for just about two years, my current role um, outside of the military is I am a quality assurance inspector. At NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory, where I'm working on various research and development projects, and then outside of that, uh, my other job and honestly my true passion is running a podcast and veteran advocacy program called The Unwavering.
0: Can you talk about what led to you starting the unwavering?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I think honestly it's it comes down fundamentally to two reasons. Um, the first and main reason is love. This project is, uh, really personal to me. I don't know how else to describe it, but I absolutely fell in love with the people that I served with. I think when you face adversity or traumatic events, you realize that the only thing that matters are the individuals besides you. And, um, it's, you know, because of their resiliency and their never quit attitude that we were able to overcome certain obstacles that were in front of us. And, uh, you know, there's good and bad that comes with it. Obviously, I've experienced some incredible things, been a part of some really great missions. Um, but obviously, I've also seen the other side, which is friends losing limbs and things like that. So for me, it was a way for me to pay them back for everything that they've given up for me. And honestly, another aspect is, you know, it kills me when I see that My community, you know, fellow service members, regardless of the branch, um, get out and they sell themselves short. I think that we bring so much to the table, so much to the table and we're capable of so much more just for some reason or another, whether it's fear or whether it's others telling us that we're not capable of something, um, we tend to sell ourselves short. So that's, you know, reason number one. And that's really where a lot of my passion comes from. And the second reason is a lot simpler. Um, I saw a problem that needed to be fixed, and I decided that I can continue complaining or step up and do something about it. And the problem that I discovered was that even though we live in an age where, you know, technology is at our fingertips and you can Google just about any question there is, for us as military members, there's not really a centralized location for us to gain information on a wide variety of topics. Things like filing for healthcare, disability, um, things like education. So I would say right now, our number one asset is probably the VA. And in the last decade, I think they've really stepped it up to help us. But I think there's still a lot more that they can do. And so that's why I've kind of taken it upon myself to create a centralized location where I can, one, offer people a platform to express their experiences or maybe their frustrations. I can also bring together industry professionals, fellow veterans, and people who can come together to tackle some of these problems. So that's that's really my second reason is just trying to establish some sort of central gathering point for everyone to be able to easily navigate and find that information that will help them and their families
0: can you point to anything that makes you really passionate about this issue?
1: yeah um as I said earlier you know there's certain things that I experienced when I was in and I won't get too in detail about them but there's things that uh, I saw friends that I care deeply about who I think suffered while they were in. And then when they get, when they got out, they didn't exactly have the easiest transition. So, you know, I have a lot of friends that unfortunately suffer from traumatic brain injuries or, like I said, amputees and things like that. And my biggest thing is I know what they're capable of. I've worked with them, you know, through thick and thin. And I just want them to be treated like equals. I want us to come together and collectively erase the stigma surrounding mental health and asking for help because my friends and the military community that have gone through some of these things were normal people. You know, it doesn't just because we suffered something doesn't mean that we can't do our job or we can't contribute to society. So for me, It's just giving back, um, helping them live normal lives and empowering them to go on and reach their full potential.
0: What are some of the common issues that you run into and how do you deal with them?
1: I think some of the common issues is just a lack of education on our end. Uh, The way I like to tell people is, You know, it's not realistic for us to believe that having served four years, eight years, or even 20 years, that you going to a transition readiness seminar for one week is going to set you up for success. You know, the military does an incredible job of training us and giving us all these tools. But I think that one week that we spend to learn how to write resumes and learn how to um, navigate filing for healthcare on our own. You know, it, it's just things that make it really difficult. Like for me, when I got out, I was 27 and I had never written a resume. I had never gone through a job interview. So for me, those were some of the things that I struggled with. And it does kind of make it hard. You know, the military, I think in some sense, can shelter you. And the reason I say that is because I never worried about filing for health care. I never worried about dental or, you know, education. Really, it was all done for me. I just had to contact the right people and they kind of made it happen for me, which was nice. But once I got out, those were things that I struggled with. And I realized that the military community and the community that I'm now a part of are two completely different worlds. So For me, I think the first thing is education. And like I said earlier, the second part is uh, just empowering the community to know that they are capable of more. I really like to share examples and stories of people who have gone on and been successful entrepreneurs or business owners or even people like Johnny Kim, who was the uh, Navy SEAL who he was a Harvard graduate, and then went on to become an astronaut uh, for the Artemis program. I think that's just another example—not just for the military community, but for society as a whole—that hey, just because you had a certain role in the military doesn't mean that you're not capable of going on to pursue other things. So those are really my uh, my issues: is how do we educate each other, and how do we take care of the service members? after they have already taken care of us
0: what kind of information does your podcast help provide that you feel is not being provided enough by the current system
1: um so some of the things that we've been fortunate to discuss is in some of the recent episodes we did we partnered with veteran attorneys who their sole purpose is veterans and veteran law They're very familiar with the VA process, how to file for claims, and they are teaching the listeners as well as myself about things that we've never heard of. You know, they're telling us about people who went through Vietnam and were exposed to Agent Orange, um, that the filing process is actually much easier for them to go ahead and file that claim, receive the healthcare benefits that they deserve. So that's one aspect. Another aspect is we've talked to um, realtors about how to utilize the VA home loan, which is one of the best benefits that we have as service members. And a lot of people don't realize that if you are to pass away from either combat or a um, service disability, that you can then transfer that over to your family members. So really, it's just us talking to the industry professionals, the people who know this far better than we do, and bringing up those subjects that uh, either are out there but hard to navigate and find, or the ones that are just not being utilized enough as they should be.
0: And where can our listeners find your podcast and more information?
1: So for everyone that's listening, if you guys are interested and you guys do have questions, uh, the first place I would say is going to be all major platforms. So Google, Spotify, Amazon TuneIn, Apple, I mean, you name it. We're on every major platform. You can find us on YouTube as well, or you can go to our website, which is www.theunwavering.com. And please, I, uh, Would love to just have the opportunity to share information with you guys. If you guys need help with writing resumes, with talking to your local school or college about how to enroll in their programs that are specific to veterans or their family members. These are things that we've been talking to counselors about, to professors about, so we have all that information and can help guide you and put you on the right path.
0: Great. Well, thank you for sharing all that information. That is all the questions I had for you today. Uh, I wanted to thank you for being on five questions and ask if you had any final thoughts you'd like to share out.
1: Yeah, again, you know, thank you so much for having me on board and doing what you do. I love the fact that we have podcasting to be able to spread our message and hopefully, you know, affect the lives of others because I think that's crucial is using our time to help educate and empower others. Um, The final note that I'd like to leave everyone with is just embrace being different and having a vision that no one else can see. It doesn't matter if you're listening to this and you're a service member, you're a first responder, you're a civilian. If you have a vision that you feel is important, just follow it. Following the road less traveled may take longer, but it can afford you some incredible opportunities if you're willing to take the risk. So that's. That's um, my two cents on it.
0: Great, that's it for this episode. You can find me on Twitter at Mike Bivs and tweet about the show. If you have a particular cause or activist that you would like to hear from, let me know.